This weekend on Sportsmanlike Conduct, we talk about Major League Baseball with the Manny Machado deal. We preview the second half of the NBA season and college basketball's final push to March. All that and more coming up on, on Sportsmanlike Conduct. Welcome into Unsportsmanlike Conduct, the pro sports show where we talk and you listen. Uh, First of all, I'm Austin Chastain. To my left is Andy Gleason. To my right, Elena Hess. Guys, how are we doing today? Doing great. I'm excited to be back with the crew. I'm doing good, too. Just got back. Actually, just got back to Mount Pleasant. I was uh, calling a high school game tonight. Very nice. Um, I want to give a big shout out to our sports editor, Andrew McDonald, for stepping in for me last week. Um, I was on the road covering CMU women's basketball's game at Western Michigan. Um, so, Andy, thank you very much, man. Um, glad to have you on the show last week. Um, guys, let's just get right into it. Uh, Major League Baseball, Manny Machado just signed a monster deal with the San Diego Padres. Ten years, $300 million. Um, what are our first overall thoughts about this major deal? Um, definitely a disappointment for me. Um, Machado's a premier player, and uh, Padres, once again, were last in their division. So I would have liked to seen Machado go somewhere else, even uh, Chicago. I mean, the White Sox, I think, were the runner-up and uh, runner-up for Machado. So I was just a little disappointed personally because I don't know. Like, I'm not going to see much Manny Machado this year, I'll tell you that. That's true. I mean, being on the West Coast the last two years, really, him with the Dodgers last year, where you really didn't get to see him until the postseason or if there was a big game, you know, nationally televised kind of thing. So I, I get where you're coming from. Uh, I Honestly, I don't think he's worth the hype. I don't think he's worth mm-hmm. 10, 10 years, $300 million. Um, so that's $30 million a year. I don't think, personally, I don't think he's worth it. He is a great ball player, but... I don't. I don't know if he's worth thirty million dollars a year. That was a crazy offer for sure. I think that the White Sox were even going to offer him more. They say I think they were a little bit shocked that he didn't decide to go with them. But I think I read this somewhere too, and I I kind of think it is good for the MLB because I mean a small market kind of one. Uh, That's true. I mean I think it's good, and I it's going to be really good for the Padres. I think because I mean he's a he's a home run hitter, and uh, there are other shortstops really haven't. Haven't been power hitters like that, so it'll be interesting for them. I think it's I think it's good for them. We'll see if he is actually worth that much money, but we'll see if he stays. All, I mean, he can opt out after the fifth year, right? So we'll see if he stays all ten. But yeah, well, I mean, Padres all but secured themselves a fourth place finish in the NL West, but you know that's fine. Um, <laughs> going further on baseball, uh, spring training starts this week. Um, I know it's just it's just spring training. It's the preseason for Major League Baseball. But is there anything that you guys are particularly excited for? Maybe it's just baseball starting again, or is there some a particular player or team you guys are looking out for? Yeah, I'm really excited to see the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, got Paul Goldschmidt in the offseason, signed Andrew Miller. Um, it's had a really nice offseason for a team that's just uh, just been on the brink of uh, playoff the last few years and it has made it the years before that so i'm excited to see the cardinals um just a much needed power bat in their lineup uh for a uh, deep pitching staff uh really sealed up their bullpen with miller and uh yeah all the new additions make me really excited to see the cardinals this year 
I'm excited for uh, baseball being back. I'm I'm a big Tigers fan, but I really don't see much coming out of them this year, especially when they have when they have Cabrera and Zimmerman still. Their contracts are just so big they can't get rid of them. So, I mean, unless they bounce back from last year, they had injuries last year. So, I mean, if they come back and they can be healthy and give them something this year, then I just don't see him doing much this year again. Fair enough. I I completely agree with you. Um, if Cabrera can come back and come back from his injury and actually perform what we expect Miguel de Cabrera to perform at that level, then I think the Tigers will have some success. Maybe they won't finish last place again. Um, but he just needs to come back and play that Miguel Cabrera level. We'll see. That's the beauty of spring trainings. We don't. We don't know yet. They did just sign Josh Harrison. I think I'm not sure if yep. it's official. I think they're waiting on like a physical or something. But yeah, I just saw that just today. Yeah, yeah. So. big deal. Uh, me, me personally, I'm excited to see my Cubs get started. Um, I know this is not a, a Cubs show, but I'm excited to see the Cubs get started. Um, you Darvish comes back to the the five man rotation, and I think he'll bring some more depth to that that pitching rotation. Um, obviously, you got guys like Chris Bryant, Anthony Rizzo, Javi Baez. Great infield. I think that will translate to great performances at the plate. The Cubs could make another run at it. Yep. Best division in baseball, that's for sure. You Absolutely. got Cardinals, um, Cubs, obviously. Yeah, the Brewers yeah, with Brewers. Christian Yelich. And, mm-hmm. um, and, well, the Pirates are kind of terrible. Yeah. But that's fine. No, but I, I agree with you guys, but a name you said on the Cubs. I'm not, like, a huge Cubs fan. I used to love Sammy Sosa, but that was, that was Same way here. back then. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I used to have, like, little stickers on my, my headboard of just Sammy Sosa. Yeah. That's, like, really weird. But, um, <laughs> but I I like Javier Baez. I really like mm-hmm. I really like watching him. He's awesome. So, so I, yeah. I always him. say that I could watch Javier Baez play baseball all day, every day. He's so cool. So, so much fun to watch. Definitely. Um. Real quick, Bryce Harper, any idea where he's going to go? I mean, it's kind of a toss-up. I'll say I'll say San Francisco. Um, he's from Vegas, so I think he wants to head out back west. Um, I originally thought he'd go to the Dodgers early, but uh, I don't know. There's kind of been some talk about the Padres, kind of been some talk about the Phillies, but I'll go with the Giants. I think they're the betting favorite odds as well right now, so. I'll take them. I don't really know much about it. I heard a couple, yeah, talk about the Phillies and the Padres. I think I'll go with the Phillies. I would agree with you. I think I think the Phillies are going to get Bryce Harper, um, add some depth to that outfield, and maybe win a couple more games than they did last year. I think it's crazy how late these uh, players are signing. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, spring training's upon us. It's right now. Yeah, spring training starts this 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 weekend. Actually, games start this weekend, so we'll. And Bryce Harper's still not on a team. That's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Yeah, I kind of, I, I kind of don't like it. It kind of has that, that, that feel of like the NFL training camps. Mm-hmm. You know, these guys are like, oh, I don't want to go to camp until I get my money. Exactly. It's got that same feel, and that's yeah. not good for baseball. Playing some ball in Florida, you know, it's not like it's a, a grueling training camp. Mm-hmm. It's just having fun, especially <laughs> for a veteran like Harper. Exactly. You're just, you're just out there, just, just hanging out. You're having a good time mm-hmm. playing, like you said, playing some. Just playing some ball. That's all you're doing. I don't understand why you're not signing yet. Take I, a team, man. <laughs> I do like you said about like you have like a kind of an eerie feeling about these guys like waiting to be signed and stuff. I think it's kind of crazy. Like, I mean, later in this career, too, like you see it happen in the NFL, too. Like these guys are later in their year, like 
in their like careers, why are they like still searching after that money? Don't they like why why is that the big deal to them and not like playing out their last years and making making something out of it, you know? I, I honestly I could not tell you it's annoying and like I said, I don't think it's really good for major league baseball, but maybe I'm I'm just missing something and it turns out really good for major league baseball. Who knows? Somebody's going to be happy when they land him, that's all. That's right. Exactly. Um, so, guys, let's kind of change gears here. Uh, All-Star game in the National Basketball Association has come and gone. Uh, what are you guys looking for in the second half of the NBA season? Um, we'll, we'll start now with the All-Star game. I think that was – nobody really likes to watch an All-Star game. I mean, It was great I this year. I, I really liked it. I mean, I thought it was – first half was a little iffy, but – Second yeah. half, second half was good. I, I got to see my loves, LeBron to D-Way, D-Way to LeBron. Those oh my awesome. gosh! Also, that stuff to Giannis, that was pretty cool. Yeah, but, she um, throws that one in as like a as a sidebar. Oh yeah, that one. That like, one was I guess pretty it was cool. Okay. Oh, it was cool. Whatever. Trying not to be too biased here. <laughs> but everybody knows my my uh, sides of the NBA. But um, yes, Dwayne Wade. Th- that's pretty much it. <laughs> LeBron too. Um, but no, I've been seeing some things. I well, I expect that. People are like, oh, are the Lakers going to even make the playoffs? Yes, they will make the playoffs because LeBron is on the team, okay? I did, I've i been hearing a lot of wow. – I've been hearing – well, I, I'd never bet against – I've never bet against LeBron. He's the best. He's the best. I mean, I've been hearing – okay, I went off on Twitter the other night. I was really late at night. I thought I, I was – I told myself I wasn't going to do this, but I did. I got mad at Skip Bayless because he's like, oh, Kevin Durant's winning – like, he's, he's winning on these big stages. He's coming out, like – Showing is all okay. He, the All Star Game is not a big stage. I'm sorry. The everybody's like, everybody's letting you do whatever you want, pretty much. I mean, it was a little bit more competitive this year, but I mean, you still got all the I mean, I don't know. just a little. But I mean, I yeah, mean, but it's still not a big stage. You don't consider that a big stage? Oh no, yeah, not a chance. No. You and guys like, are just out there, uh, kind of like we were saying with 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 baseball, like spring training. They're just out there having a good yeah, time, putting exactly. on a show for the fans. Like whoever, whoever. Like there have been could have been multiple guys that give them MVP. So when Skip Bayless is like he's taken over the league, like he's the best player on the planet. No, he's not. Okay, he's only used to winning with a bunch of all stars around him. So he's extremely comfortable in that scenario. He had to get he had to join a team with three other all stars to beat LeBron. And Skip is out here saying that he's the best player on the planet. Now that's just irritating. But I think that. Neither the Golden State Warriors or the Lakers really care about where they land in the West. The real regular season really doesn't matter as long as they make the playoffs. I don't really think they care. Well, I think when they this can be said about pretty much any other sport though, is when when you make the playoffs, it's like your second season. It you get pretty much like a second wind and your season starts when the playoffs start. No one I think the I don't know if LeBron's on record saying it, but he, I think he has that mentality that I don't really care about the regular season. We're just playing like exactly like you said, Elena, try to get into the playoffs. We're playing to get to the playoffs. And then once we're there, we're just trying to win 16 games. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, but I mean, I just think it's real. I mean, LeBron was out. He was hurt with the, the groin injury or whatever. And people are, like, really worried about that. I think LeBron's fine now. I think, I think it they, is in the back of your mind. But, I mean, he's mm-hmm. he takes really good care of his body. He was out for quite a while there. He had a lot of time to rest and heal up. 
But I think it's really crazy how all of these like uh, like guys like Skip Bayless and even Colin Coward said something about how how like something about Kevin Durant. I I know Colin Coward loves LeBron though, so I really don't think that he thinks Kevin Durant has taken over. But I think it's crazy how much how like these guys can forget how good LeBron is just because they haven't seen him play in a while. So like he's been out for a while. Oh, now Kevin Durant's the best in the league just because that's all we've seen. We haven't seen LeBron in a while, so yeah. How can you forget about that? Yeah, I think there's like that. I I, I can't think of the term exactly, but I, like object permanence. I think that is. You don't you don't realize what you have until until it's gone. Yeah. And when LeBron's gone, and and you brought up a good point there that he was out for what two and a half months. Yeah, I mean it's probably like six. six They're six eight, and twelve without him, so yeah. eighteen games yeah. he missed. Yeah. So. Uh, maybe two months. I, I'm not He's exactly about six weeks. I think month, a month and a half. Yeah, then a month and a half okay, so I'm month. way off. A month and a half, two months. I don't know something like that. He went out. But the it, end I of mean, December. He probably could have come back a little bit sooner, but then you would have had those questions like, "Oh man, is he going to re-injure his groin again?" By him taking that little bit of extra time, like you said, to rest up. He's he's good to go. Like he is good to go until the season is done. Mm-hmm. I I don't know. Please, what what are your thoughts, man? Yeah, he just uh. LeBron just said today that he's turning on playoff mode right now. Uh, they're in 10th in the conference, but they're only like four games back of sixth place. Um, I think you, you want to get the six or seven seed. You don't want to get the eight seed, try the Warriors in the first round. But, uh, um, yeah, a lot of people just forget about LeBron, especially like January, February, because LeBron just doesn't care about January because it's just a pointless month in the NBA. Everybody's focusing on like NFL playoffs and other things. So I don't know. Everyone does forget about LeBron, and then he comes back in the playoffs and throws up 40-point triple-doubles and hits game winners. So I definitely think he'll be – I think they'll face up – good chance they face up against, like, the Denver Nuggets in That'd the first awesome. round. Yeah, and that's just like a – you'd think that's the other way around, that the Lakers would be the two seed and the Nuggets would be the seven seed. Like, I know the Nuggets are obviously playing good team basketball and second-best record in the West, but – it's not like you're like, oh, Denver Nuggets. Like, I'd feel really confident in LeBron beating them. So I definitely think the Lakers are going to make the playoff, especially if LeBron um, just turns it on like he does and he can just take over a game. But uh, people just, like, I can't even watch Undisputed because Skip Bayless is such a LeBron hater. And uh, people just talk about Kevin Durant, but I agree with you, Elena, that Kevin Durant wasn't – I mean, he was a great player, but he wasn't Kevin Durant, like, two-time finals MVP, like two-time champion until he uh, went to Golden State. So, I don't know. That that makes me mad, too. I still can't get over the fact that he felt like he had to to go to the team that beat him just to win. Like, yeah. I, I said, like I said earlier, going back to baseball, that, you know, it's kind of annoying that whatever. That is so irritating that he just he just abandoned his team he, he literally is a bandwagon player. How about that? You know, we have these bandwagon fans for the Warriors. He's a bandwagon player. I think, I mean, when I think of Kevin Durant, I think of him, like, I always associate him with, like, the phrase, like, if you can't beat him, join him. Yeah. So, like, oh. that's that's the only, like, when I think of him, I literally cannot stand. I think he's a great player, but he will never, I don't even think he, like, I don't know, his personality, everything that goes along with him, I just really can't stand. I I'm sorry, I will stay here. I don't even care. He's, oh, I agree with you. He's a great player, yeah. but like even like watching him in the All Star game, like you know how Embiid is just like he's a goofy guy. Yeah. He doesn't care. He'll say whatever's on his mind, but he doesn't mean any of it. Him and like Kevin Durant were going at it, and Kevin Durant's like seriously mad at like Embiid. He was like 
noticeably mad at Embiid for like jawing at him. And Embiid after the game is like, I don't care. It is an exhibition. There I said, again, exhibition game. It doesn't matter. It doesn't go on your record. You might win a bonus or something if you win the game. I don't even know if you do or not. I don't even know that. I don't think you do. Yeah, Durant's a fake tough guy. Like, he just, like, tries to act tough, but he's got, like, his little burner Twitter accounts and all that jazz, and he's great. He's, like, such a great player. Like, easily the second-best player in the game, in my opinion. Is he, though? But, uh... In my opinion, I think he is. He's I just a, such a good scorer of the basketball, and he's pretty good at defense. He, I mean, he's not that great of a passer, but he's definitely not a weakness of his. So I don't know. I th- in my opinion, he's easily the second best player, but he's just like, he just acts like such like a baby. Yeah, such a baby, and just like acts like why is he so like soft in the skin? You know, like he's just really soft, and I don't know. I just I agree with you. He was up 3-1 on the Warriors, and they lose, and then he joins them, and he acts like he's the best thing in the world So mm-hmm. when he's the second best. so I think, I mean, sometimes I think he's the second best, but then I, like, put him, like, if I if you take, like, Giannis off the books and you put Kevin Durant on the books, I wonder if they'd be as good, just because I don't think that he has a leadership mentality. Mm-hmm. I think, no. I think, yeah, I think that's what you have to, you have to have that if you want to win, and he doesn't have that, so I think that, could not come down. I think his talent is. I think talent wise, he is second best. But I don't think he would be able to switch places with Giannis and be. In pe- I don't think people would look at him as second best there because he doesn't have the leadership. Exactly, he leaves that to to Steph and and to Clay, maybe Draymond as the kind of the enforcer kind of guy yep. to use a hockey term. Um, I completely agree with you. you. You take Kevin Durant off the Warriors, put him on a. Uh, almost desolate team with no other superstars is not going to succeed the way that he has seen success with Golden State. Or even like LeBron led the cat like the same Cavs team this year, but just add LeBron. Last year, if you take LeBron off the Cavs and you put Kevin Durant, there's no way they make the finals. Not no a way. They they get knocked out probably the, the first playoffs. or second round. Like yeah, if they honestly, the yeah, if they make the playoffs, honestly, because I think Durant would just clam up and not know what to do with the young guys and right mm-hmm. he would just he would just run How? away and then blame everything on everybody else so right and the young guys would clam up and look to him like hey bro you've done this before lead us yeah. and he's like oh, i don't know what's happening i want to see katie you go to new york and no one go to new york with him except yeah, like i don't know maybe like but, rj barrett not I mean, zion <laughs> yeah exactly i mean it would just be funny because of i mean Everything in New York's mm-hmm. all messed up anyways. Throw Kevin Durant and then they all yep. Oh my god, it's exactly. gonna a huge fight. Oh <laughs> my god. It would yeah, no, it would it would be ugly if, if the He wouldn't be there all year. He oh, would no. not be there all year. No, he would get he would get traded or something. He would something might just flat out quit. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll change gears from the professional game to the college game. Um This is this is it, guys. We're in the home stretch. We're pushing to March. This is great. Um, it, huge game. I I think it's not an understatement. Huge game this weekend in the state of Michigan. Michigan State goes to Michigan on Sunday afternoon. Um, the Wolverines are twenty three and three. Spartans are twenty two and five. Coming off a win off of Rutgers. Uh, we're recording this on Wednesday. They just beat Rutgers about an hour or two ago. Guys, what are your thoughts on this huge in state rivalry? Yeah, I think uh, Michigan better win. Um, Nick Ward's out. Uh, Langford's out. 
Uh, I think Michigan's the better team and they should win, but it's uh, you never know with Michigan state uh, first place on the line. It's going to be a really, like you said, really big game, huge game. So I don't know. A lot of emotions going to be running uh, with Nick Ward out. They're just not as deep at the big position. I think John Teske could have a good game. Uh, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. You just really can't tell in rivalry games like this. And I'm a, I'm a diehard Wolverine fan, so I don't want to, be too biased towards the Wolverines. I'm always skeptical of the football games versus Ohio State and basketball games versus Michigan State. Yeah, those are your two biggest rivalry rivalries, and somehow Michigan has seemed to find a way to lose every single matchup. I'm not saying that they're winless against Michigan State or anything, but these big games, they find a way to lose them. Um, Elena. Looks like you're itching at the bit here. What 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 do you got here? I just, when Michigan and Michigan State play, it's always a rivalry no matter what. Even if injury, like throw all the injuries out the door, it doesn't matter like who's injured on each team. It's always going to be a rival, rivalry. And I think that, I think the Michigan's playing good. They're playing really gritty and aggressive. So there's really no reason, like Annie said, that, the, that Michigan shouldn't win. They have a great coach. I know that Michigan State has a great coach too, but I I just think Beeline is just is incredible. So I I would agree with um, really with with both of you, Elena. You saying the this game is a huge rivalry. These two teams hate each other. They want to do everything they can to beat each other. But like Andy said, those injuries I think for Michigan State are just going to be too much for them to overcome because. Um, I would agree with Andy here. Michigan, I think, is the better team. I grew up a big Michigan State fan, but I don't really care anymore um, in terms of that. Um, but I, th- I, I think Michigan does walk away with this one. Won't be a huge victory. Won't be you know double digits, but I think they'll they'll walk away with this game. Hail to the victors by seven points. Yeah, I like that prediction. I'll probably, I don't know, I'll go Michigan by 12, but I don't like it. double digit thing. Yeah. Um, I just think if Michigan's going to win, they're going to win by double digits. And uh, really, I'm just excited to see the uh, Cassius Winston versus uh, Xavier Simpson. Simpson's obviously, or Simpson's regard as probably the best defensive guard, point guard in the Big Ten and in my opinion, Cassius Winston is the Big Ten Player of the Year, um, leading Michigan State in points and assists, I believe. Uh, drives that train, just moves the ball, facilitates the whole offense. So it's going to be a really good battle on that end of the court uh, between the point guards. I agree. I'm just gonna, I'm going to take Michigan by nine, not quite double digits, <laughs> but see, Elena's got got the <laughs> the single digit thing in mind here. <laughs> March 9th is the rematch in East Lansing. It's the final game of the regular season for both teams. Um, do we see that game being bigger than this one? Obviously, time will tell. So it's a huge speculation. Um, but do we think that maybe this March 9th rematch might be bigger? Yeah, I think not? it will be bigger, in my opinion. Uh, I think both teams will win, win out. Um, besides Saturday, and uh, I think eventually that 
that game could be the decider for first place. I mean, obviously this Saturday could be too, but um, I really look for Michigan on Saturday, March 9th, Michigan, Michigan State for that to decide the Big Ten regular season title. Yeah, I agree with Andy, but I really think that, I mean, I really think Michigan needs to win this game on Saturday. So I would agree. If they can win this game, they'll put themselves on the fast track to that regular season championship and the number one seed in the Big Ten tournament. That That's it for you guys here on Unsportsmanlike Conduct. Uh, for Andy Gleason, for Elena Hess, this is Austin Chastain. Till we meet again.